What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of we filmed this on Monday, so I guess this is Monday talk right now. But we don't got Carson with us; he's enjoying his last day in Hawaii. So right now we got Griffin alongside me back for another episode. We got Jose repping it up all here in the West Coast. But you know, a couple a couple weeks from now, I'll be out there on the East Coast, back to coast to coast. But how are we doing today, Jose? Pretty solid. Just had a great uh, gym sesh. Feeling good. Well. Griff, yeah. we vibing. Yeah, we're watching Team USA right now. Yeah, it's well. a struggle. It's a struggle. It's a, they're playing Spain, right? Yeah, yeah. Ricky, Ricky Rubio is playing like a god. Yeah, point <laughs> god himself. But point god. You know, before we get into free agency, talking about real point gods, you know, we got to get some deals. We're gonna hop into our actual Sunday talk questions. Uh, brought to you by the one and only Chase Rodriguez. So uh, we're looking at his first question. He's asking, do you think Zeke will have a bounce back season after his poor performances last season? Obviously, a lot of news coming out of training camp. Hey, let's pressure, you know, shaved a lot of pounds off his weight. I'll hand it off to you, Jose. I know you, obviously, the Cowboys fan here in the chat, so I'll let you tackle. Yeah. Um, I wholeheartedly believe in Ezekiel Elliott. But the thing is, like, I don't know if he will ever get back to, like, rookie Zeke just because I don't think he'll ever have the same opportunity, you know, especially with Tony Pollard behind him. I mean, Dak's emergence as a passer, like Zeke is not going to get 322 touches a, like a season anymore. Um, you know, in order for him to have a bounce back season, I think he's just got to expand his, his role as a pass catcher, um, you know, really, really like get significant yardage out the backfield I know he obviously put in work on his body, uh, but Pollard's still going to get touches. Like we paid Zeke, but we also, you know, we got Pollard to kind of, you know, spread it out a little bit and make sure Zeke can stay healthy. Also make sure Dak can stay healthy. Um, I expect us, you know, to have a pretty decent run game next season. Our O-line is back. Tyron Smith is back. Lyle Collins. Uh, we got the Connors at guard. And then I'm pretty sure Biotish will probably start at center. So, yeah, it should be a pretty decent run attack. I like. I don't know if Zeke will warrant a first round pick season. Yeah, you know? I know what you're talking about. I mean, I think it's definitely a situation where you're looking at a guy that you know you can't run him into the ground. You don't want to waste him. You have him on a big contract. I think you got to play like a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt type style. Mm-hmm. That's what they need to aim for. They have two guys. A guy in Paul that has a lot of promise. What we saw from him last season. I think, you know, you mix them in together. You know, I think Zeke – I don't think the problem is can Zeke perform? Is it is it Dallas going to let him perform? Does mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy have the faith to put him back out there after, you know, what they did to him at the end of the last season? Obviously, you know, injuries and everything like that. But, yeah, I think – And get the fumbles down. Like, get the fumbles down, bro. Yeah, what, six fumbles or something last year? Six like, fumbles, crazy. Like Just – Yeah. Crazy. Behind Taysom Hill, of course, you know. Yeah, but I think he'll still have a Pro Bowl season just based on name value alone. Like, if he has a couple big games, plays the whole season, you know, has a couple, you know, probably a big Thanksgiving game, he'll make the Pro Bowl easy. Yeah, you know. Oh. But no, continuing, um, we'll move on to our last question from Sunday Talk before we hop into some free agency stuff. Uh, Chase asking us, you know, do the Dolphins, do they go out there? Do they extend Xavier Howard? But if not, uh, what should they do? What should they aim to get in a trade for him? Um, I'll tackle this first. I think when you're looking at going out there and getting something for Xavier Howard, because I think the, you know, it's kind of broken at this point. 
I think the best trade out there looks like to be the Cardinals right now. You go out there, you get a guy in Chandler Jones, who you know is a sack champion before, a proven pass rusher that you need on that team. You put him alongside Jalen Phillips, obviously a promising Miami guy. You know, shout out. But throw him out there. I think it'd be a great pass rusher. You can learn alongside him and make that Miami defense a little bit more scary. Obviously, you put Byron Jones, shout out, former Cowboy himself, put him in the one slot. You got Noah Igbenogamy that you picked in this first round uh, two years ago, I believe 31st overall. So you throw him out there. I think it could be pretty good for this team. You know, they still got uh, the guy, our boy Javon Holland, you know, Oregon Duck himself out there at safety. Still a promising secondary, but what you thinking, Jose? Um, He has not signed a long-term deal, has he? Uh, Xavier, no, he has not. Okay, so looking back at a couple of the last, like, big cornerback trades, the Rams traded two first-round picks and a fourth for Jalen Ramsey, and the Eagles got Darius Slay for a third and a fifth. So I think if you can get something, you know, in between that, maybe like a second, you know, and ideally a first, but at the very least a second-round pick um, and maybe another guy – because, I mean, he wants out of there, like, bad, bro. Like, he don't want to be there anymore at all. Um, and he still hasn't signed. So, you know, it's, he doesn't have, like, a ton of value because he's not locked up for long term. Exactly. I think that's to- – you got to totally look at that because you had me – until you made me think about that, I was like, well, you know, Darius Slay wasn't having a season that Xavier Howard had where people thought he was defensive player of the year. You know, obviously it's just because he had 10 interceptions and everything like that, but. Yeah. Still a really good zone corner. He does his job well. But, um, no, I I, I, I probably think Chandler Jones is going to be a little bit of a steep package. Maybe if they, you know, the Dolphins got to throw in a third there to get him. But uh, mm-hmm. even Chandler Jones isn't happy. So it would be kind of a switch swap of stars on the teams that uh, make a huge impact on their team. Chandler Jones would be nice on that edge for the Dolphins. He would. He would Jeez. replace Kyle Van Noy. Send Kyle Van, a much better version of Kyle Van Noy. So. Without further ado, we're going to head in. Obviously, huge news today. Uh, first day of NBA free agency. We got a lot of guys. Uh, obviously, some deals still in the working. I think at the time of the recording, Spencer Dinwiddie is in the works of signing a deal to land himself in the Washington Wizards. Obviously, other deals going around. But we're going to start uh, going around about our favorite free agency signings and what they mean. I'll start off with Griffin here, you know, the guest of the podcast today. What are some signings that you like? What are some signings that kind of surprise you? Wow, this is a little off guard, but um, just off the top of my head, uh, I, you know, again, every everything with me has to come back to the Suns, but CP3, four years, 120, but the first two are guaranteed, third is partially, fourth is not guaranteed at all, and I think that's a perfect contract for an older player, but still uh, a player that can contribute. I'm just going to go through this list you have up here. Um, I do like Kyle Lowry to the Heat. I think that's a good fit. I do have some other Heat signings that are not so good. Uh, Duncan Robinson. Um, uh, that's Those are the ones that stand out to me right now. Uh, Jared Allen, five years, $100 million. That's a good signing. Um, the Cavs are going to like that. Some guys getting some big money, though. I yeah. mean, the role players on the Knicks – both Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel getting over $10 million per year. And Damn. love 
what the Raptors did locking in Gary Trent, a promising young guard that they mm-hmm. got in a trade for, for Norm sure. Powell, for sure. which, you know, they got a lot of value out of a guy. Norm Powell got $90 million in his contract. Five years, mm-hmm. 90 million. I'll be a promising young guy, but I don't think he can maintain that 20 point per game scoring though. While I got like Gary Trent, you're getting on a rather team friendly deal. Three years, 54, I believe. Rashawn Holmes, four years. I, was, I think it was four years. I think it's four years. Uh, Gary Trent. Uh, oh, three, three years, 354. Oh, it's three? Okay, that's yeah. yeah, that's still solid. But I'd say the biggest headline today, we got Lonzo Ball heading to the Chicago Bulls in the sign-in trade that's sending Thomas Adoransky and Garrett Temple in a second-round pick mm-hmm. over to the Pelicans. Love that. But also, we're getting Devontae Graham going to – I should imagine at least Thomas Adoransky lands himself in Charlotte, I believe, but Garrett yeah. Temple heading over to – It's a three-way deal. Yeah, three-way deal. So Devontae Graham's getting four years, $47 million, heading to New Orleans, back to New Orleans, before he took off when he became a Hornet. Uh, Jose, what's your thoughts initially on this Lonzo Ball deal? Yeah, honestly, I, I really like it for the Bulls. Um, I don't think, you know, it obviously doesn't elevate them to a contender or anything, but it really fits, you know, what they're trying to do, a facilitator, a real, like, point guard that – that they've needed for a while. I mean, they drafted Kobe White to be that, but like, let's be real, Kobe White's more of a, you know, a spark plug off the bench, you know, or a two guard, a very small two guard. Um, But they've got Zach Levine, you know, he can just go out there and be a pure scorer now. I mean, um, I don't know what's going on with Lowry. Lowry, Did Lowry resign? Marketing? There's been rumors that he's going to get moved. Yeah, I don't don't think he's coming I think there's a sign and trade I've heard that's been going on. I've heard... I've heard the Spurs. I've, I've heard, heard the Spurs with Demar. Yeah, ooh, yeah. But they don't need a Lowry. Lowry's not. Lowry's probably not going to be there next year. Yeah, but I mean, either way, you know, Chicago finally gets their point guard, and I'm really glad they didn't throw the money at Reggie Jackson, and they got a true point guard who is, you know, a very versatile defender. You know, one of the best playmakers in the league. Not you know, a typical scorer, but a developing three point shooter though. He's had his yeah. game last season. Like Absolutely. I think like six threes a couple times mm-hmm. really kind of yeah. shocking people. But I want to say one of the weirdest signings that I saw so far, Evan Fournier, I've like suspected heading back to Boston, which is half goes to New York on a four year, $78 million deal, which makes really no sense to me. They yeah. haven't locked in Derek Rose yet on a contract. And they have a promising young guard, Emmanuel. Quickly, also, um, they did get Derrick Rose three years. Oh, they did 43. get they did get Derrick Rose, but still, I mean, a lot of money for a guy in Evan Fournier, which really does is kind of a one dimensional player. What do you? Yeah, think? I I, I was not expecting him to demand that much money at all. But there is a there is a team option, and there's like a limited amount of guaranteed money. So I think you know if he does flop for them, you know they can probably get rid of that contract relatively easily um but the knicks need scoring i mean they were the best defensive team in the league last year but they were like up there with one of the worst scoring teams in the league you know they were not putting up numbers they were pretty much just clamping up the other team you know and we saw that with the hawks they you know they they could not match the offensive fire firepower um but i mean they had a ton of cap space and it's the knicks you know they're going to throw some money around at you know, some guys and hope, hope something happens. But um, I hate, like absolutely hate Norman Powell to the Blazers for 90 mil, bro. Like you traded Trent, a guy that fits 
I think, better in your system. And, you know, doesn't really need the ball like that to succeed. And he's younger, like yeah, a lot younger. Norm Powell has to play undersized in the position to play small forward to have CJ McCollum out there. I'm surprised CJ McCollum has not been moved to this point. Yeah. 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 I mean, this doesn't move the needle for Damian Lillard at all. Like, I mean, I, this doesn't change their ceiling as much as like someone no. like Cam would want them for him to like want to stay in Portland for the long term. I just don't don't love that move for them. Yeah. I mean, they're already under pressure to to get Dame to the championship. And this yep. is not taking them over the edge at all. Like this restricts the team's options even more to make moves. Like it's bad. And I have a feeling they're gonna come back next year with a relatively similar team and have relatively similar results. But hey, when I'm thinking about Portland, I'm thinking about one of their star bench players this year in Carmelo Anthony, who was rumored to head to the Los Angeles Lakers. And speaking about the Los Angeles Eesh. Lakers, they have been getting a lot of old heads on They're their team. So old. So <laughs> I'm headed off the Griffin here. We've been talking a lot about this today. And just like they haven't signed any spacers. They signed, I mean, Wayne Ellington's a fine three-point shooter, but they got Dwight Howard uh, back out there. Uh don't really know where they're going with this team. Just kind of throwing a bunch of guys. Trevor Ariza's out there. But, Griffin, I want to hear your opinion. I mean, we, we said uh, when the Westbrook trade, they needed shooting, and they really haven't addressed that besides Wayne Ellington. Like, so, 20 shots a game from them. Yeah, too. like, I mean, if your best three-point shooter is still Marcus All, like we're watching the Olympics right now, Marcus All is still their best three-point shooter. <laughs> it's They're not in the situation. Like, I just – I mean, this doesn't move the needle, any of these moves, to make them – number one in the West. I don't I wouldn't even no. call them a contender. I mean maybe like a fringe okay. contender. A fringe contender. Anything with yeah. a contender, but like yeah. I, they're not they're not the favorites by any mean in the West. Because so. Westbrook's gonna regress as a third star. Oh yeah, yeah. And like it, what's his role on the team? Like he's a ball dominant guard. Yeah, LeBron needs the ball in yeah. his hands. Like yeah. what, he's gonna be like a Troy Brown on the net or whatever, like a like a Bruce like a Brown, yeah. Bruce Brown, like a six three center. Like what's going? I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Like, um, like the only the only real like advantage I see to having Westbrook is uh, last season. Obviously, LeBron finally, I say finally as if we were waiting for it, but eventually got you know his body kind of got worn down. You know his age was starting to show. He finally dealt with injuries like that. Um, and Westbrook is a guy that that can take over games and win you those games where LeBron is out. You know, he can he can kind of coast you through that regular season, and then once you get to the playoffs, you know, then 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 it starts to starts to show real Westbrook's flaws. Um, they got Kent Bazemore. I mean, he's a yeah. shooter. <laughs> Four twenty Blazers, yeah. baby. Four twenty Blazers. They're definitely gonna be a better regular season team. But I, again, this just but what Baysmore's your eighth man now? Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. Not, and I'm getting like, rid of Caruso, bro. He's going to him long to ball. Was it, exactly was it four year thirty seven? Yeah, 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 somewhere around there. Yeah, shout so. out to Caruso, bro. Yeah. A G League guy that's got that just got paid, paid. Yeah, and he's a good three and D guy. Yeah, like he's a solid defender. I think yeah. I like the move Chicago did so far. They're bringing. And they trade Santa Rancy, so they got to replace him. So you got kind of Kobe White and Caruso running that one-two off the bench. Uh, don't really – I mean, they got Patrick – so their starting lineup would be Lonzo, Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, whoever the hell they have at uh, – Power forward. Power forward, whether that be Thaddeus Young or yeah. uh, Lori Markkinen or Lo- Jamar Markkinen. DeRozan. Markkinen's getting more. 
and uh, Nick Vucevic still there, one yeah, underrated center. Bruce. And then they're definitely going to be a playoff team. The Bulls are going to be back in the playoffs. Which is gonna I, be hope, I hope so. I think Lonzo's a guy that can change the culture there. Uh, and, yeah, I did. Yeah. You know, could be the next great guard in Chicago history. Yeah, exactly. One of the guys. ACL. Exactly. But one of the weirdest players in Grandency for this first day has been the San Antonio Spurs, in my opinion. They go out there, they give three years, 42 to a guy in Dougie McBucket, who doesn't really make sense to me in this Spurs team. Just kind of getting a guy out there that can just, like, I don't know, do something. And then the project himself, who's going to be a project until he's 35, Zach Collins gets a three-year, $22 million <laughs> deal there. Uh, does it, does it to really... To where? To the Spurs also? Three years, $22 million oh. For a guy that I think maybe averages three points a game and three three games played per year. But so. his drip is fire, though, so... Whatever. Yeah. Well, Jose, yeah. any opinion you got here on these San Antonio moves? Because Hey, fun. Zach Collins, former Kings draft pick. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, part of me wants to hate it, but then at the same time, like, it's the Spurs, and the Spurs always know what they're doing. But not um, really, though. I mean, do we really think, like, kind of backtracking, obviously one of the most confusing picks in this year's draft, the youngest yeah, Josh Primo. Younger than all of us here today on the podcast, wow. Josh, you know, going out there 12th overall. Uh, did a lot of research about him. I don't really understand, like, what he's good kind of player. I mean, I think Gary Trent is probably, like, his, his ceiling, which is, you know, not a bad player at all. But, like, yeah. he also could just be a complete bum. Yeah. Like, I'm leaning towards more towards that. I just I, yeah. I mean, I've lost a lot of faith in the Spurs. I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the goal is here. Like, Doug McDermott, like, you know, if that's your big offseason signing, we're in trouble. So, yeah, I don't know. yeah, it's not great. But, like, they've got a lot of young guys over there. A lot but, of like, young guys. I feel like I'm looking for a guy, like, that's going to be a Spurs player. I'm looking for a dude that plays it both ways or, like, super crafty around the basket. Like, I feel like Pop's still got, like, we're trying to find those guys that brought success. And I don't mm-hmm. see anything in that in Josh Primo. I mean, I could be totally wrong. This dude could come out to be a stud, but like, it doesn't really kind of line up at all at this point. I feel like yeah. he's going to be a G leaguer the first year. Uh, definitely, mm-hmm. like, I think rookie Jordan Poole is what I put as his floor, and I really see that. That's kind of yeah. like a super inefficient guy that can score the ball every once in a while. But yeah, I can see like, that. Like, and I don't yeah. really see like a whole lot of even like future stars on their team, like Dejounte Murray, like. Fringe star, I'd say. All defensive, I think second team. Yeah, but like I, I mean, but, yeah. I just don't think he moves the like playoff can like if you're a yeah. championship contender, he's not even top yeah. three on your roster. Like shout out Lonnie Walker, but Lonnie Walker's kind of like a 13 point per game score. Yeah. And like Derek White, sure, solid three and D guy. Yeah, I said this yeah. in the the draft when we talked about the draft. I, they have like zero assets. Like they they need to start the rebuild. Maybe Dougie yeah. McCoy gets you there. I, don't know. I mean, Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson. They got Trey Jones now. But they're no one that's, um, like, kind of like a star that, like, in that you're like, yeah. wow. Like, yeah. they have a top, like, 25 player under 25. They don't have one on their team. Yeah. Hey, maybe they're trying to, maybe they're trying to tank low-key. <laughs> maybe they got Dougie so they can tank, get a top three pick. You yeah. know, they're about to throw 40 minutes at Zach Collins. Chet is a Spurs guy. Chet would be cold on the Spurs. Yeah. Like poor Zingod. Yeah. Maybe but, they're like low key tanking, but they're like, we're not trying to make it obvious. I think, yeah. I think they're going to be 13th seed or worse. 
I think yeah, they're going to be they're going to be bad. They're losing Demar. Demar was their best player this year by a long shot. Like yeah. a guy that could have been up there in the All Stars, but we know we'll see. Any other things you got to contribute? I mean, we got Kawhi who hasn't signed a deal yet. It looks like he yeah. is rumored to the Clippers. Uh, which I'm not really happy about. I think you go out there and have the Mavericks a team that would have a higher ceiling with him. I think a higher floor in the Clippers, uh, that team that can just continue to contend right away. Right, right. Yeah, but, but, but Kawhi don't want to go to Dallas, bro. Kawhi wants to be in L.A. He want to be home with his family. Like, he already won. He's won multiple chips. He's got, like, two finals MVPs. He just want to be home. Like, I guess. He's so, yeah. but I like, can't see him going anywhere else. I don't see the Clippers being able to bring back all their guys. I mean – yeah, Baca is a free agent. Um, I know Reggie Jackson's a free agent. They're not bringing Reggie back. They don't have the money for that. Morris is Morris free agent? I don't know. I hate that man in my life. Except for Luka Doncic, bad. What yeah. up? No, honestly, I mean, like I'm so glad we signed Rashawn Holmes though. Yeah, I was like, gonna say I gotta know about you. Honestly, we'll talk about the Warriors in a second. But you know, you went out there. You guys got Rashawn Holmes. You got Mo Harkless on a two-year, nine million dollar deal. Uh, solid D guy, solid three. Solid D like winged guy. Um, we traded for Tristan Thompson a couple days ago. That too. Don't I know like why. That. I mean, he's a rebounder. He'll get some rebounds. Um, but he's not getting major minutes. We traded. Uh, I mean, we traded. We signed also Alex Len, who wasn't on the team a couple years ago. You know, he's he's a solid solid center. But Rashawn Holmes, like the perfect center for our team. Which is why I didn't mind paying him like sixty mil, because like who the fuck else are we gonna pay, bro? <laughs> we're not getting anyone. Yeah, no, it was that was a good signing. That it was, was less than fifty mil, right? It was four year fifty five. I like that. Yeah, it was less than it was less than sixty. But the rumors were that a team was gonna try and swoop in and offer him like sixty five plus, and we weren't gonna match it. Uh, but I was like, dude, like match that shit because he is the perfect center for our team. Like no center has fit so well i mean he defends the rim he catches lobs like rim roller perfect with fox like he's a hustle like energy guy he's perfect for the team Mm -hmm. but hey i just got an alert on my phone the san francisco giants just won 11 to 8 in the uh 10th inning versus the diamond which is going to contribute to our next part of this uh episode we're talking about the mlb trade deadline the cubs blowing up their entire goddamn roster going out there they Um, trade Craig, Craig Krimble, Krimble, whatever his name is. Kimbrel. Kimbrel. They trade Javi Baez to the Mets. They trade Chris Bryant to the San Francisco uh, Giants. And they trade uh, Anthony Rizzo, obviously, to your New York Yankees. I think we got to look at some big winners there. Just kind of go on the top of the head. We got the Yankees able to walk away with two huge guys in Anthony yeah. Rizzo. And uh, Joey Gallo having one of the biggest outfits, I want to say, in MLB history. All those guys, 6'5". Plus, uh, Look at the Dodgers walk away with one of the biggest hauls we've seen in a trade deadline so long. They get Max Scherzer, Mad Max, one of the best pitchers in the league, and Trey Turner, who probably is a top four. Top three. Top three. He's up there. Like, yeah, it's him. You could say him, Xander, and Tatis. And Tatis, yep. It's he's literally uh, like his numbers really rival those of Tatis. A guy who's had what three career cycles. Yeah, some, like something that. like that. He's definitely hit one this year. Um, yeah. I know he's had a couple before, but yeah, yeah. And he's on he's on contract next year, so they don't have to pay Seager. Oh, exactly. Yeah, 
But, um, but they gave up like their top their top uh, pitching prospect Josiah Gray and the, a really highly touted catching prospect in Kybert Ruiz, who uh, was up was up earlier in the year. I think he went back down to OKC, but um, yeah, I mean the Nats like those are two guys for them. I mean Kybert's like, probably going to be up next year. Ray Turner. I mean you got to remember. I mean honestly. The team has changed a lot since then, but they were just yeah. two years, I believe, what removed two years removed series yep. when Trey Turner and Baxter were the big part of that. Honestly, you have a young star in Yohan Soto that you want to surround your team with talent around. But Juan yeah. Soto, why, why is he gonna want to stay in Washington now if they go up there and they trade one of the best young shortstops in the game and Trey Turner? Honestly, yeah. probably the best young shortstop in the game and Trey Turner. I mean, they yeah. don't really have a promise on their roster. I'm not correct, right? I mean, they lost um, Rendon without. I mean, Victor yeah, Robles. Lost Rendon. Who did, let me let me just let me just look at their roster real quick. Washington. I mean, uh, Ruiz and um, and Gray are going to be big pieces for them moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. I mean, they've got Carter Keyboom. He's a guy that's coming up. He's solid. Um, Victor Robles, I don't know if they're ever expecting him to be a guy for them. Um, but I mean, yeah, they 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 made it, they made the move that they had to make. I think the Padres, obviously, they at first were linked with Max Scherzer. So I think the Dodgers saw that and they were like, oh shit, like we need to come and make a move. So they were like, hey, give us Turner and we'll throw in, you know, Kyber Ruiz, our top catching prospect. And they were like, hey, fuck it. <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna just do it. Because big, big prospects don't get moved that way too much. Like you're not nope. seeing guys like it's usually like guys that are top in your organization, which you know obviously can still pan out. I mean, you see mm-hmm. guys like Johan Moncada got traded in that Chris Sale trade a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Or even Fernando Tati was traded. Who was he the centerpiece of? He was in a White Sox trade, though. Let me just look it up. Was it uh James Shields? Could have, you know, yep, uh, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Shields. Yeah, James Shields. Mm-hmm, it was. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers, the Dodgers are playing a video game, bro. Like, look at their roster. Like they've got what, eight NL All Stars that they can start in uh, the starting lineup. Betts, Bellinger, Turner, the other Turner, Seager, <laughs> Michael Taylor, an All Star, Max Muncie, an All Star. Uh, Will Smith, one of the best young catchers. I mean, they've got Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, Kenley Jansen, Dustin May. Dustin May's out for the year, but they do have him moving forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, now they've got Scherzer. Danny Duffy. Oh, yeah. They also traded for Danny Duffy. Um, You know, they've still got Gonsolin, who was a good guy for for them last year and this year. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are – it's insane. I mean, I think they're they're easy favorites now, um, on paper. Mm. But, but no, the Giants, I mean, not the Giants and the Padres both adding all stars uh, in Chris Bryant and Adam Frazier. Obviously, Adam Frazier was not a trade deadline deal, but of course. And then I love the Chris Bryant move. You can play him out in left. You can play him out at third. Obviously, he fits, he fits the team so well. Exactly. I mean, we're waiting on the return of Evan Longoria. Uh, yeah. Obviously, this team isn't even full strength yet, but at the same time, I don't even know how they're in this point where they are that they even have a chance, you know, to make the playoffs. A team that, you know, feel like they would have been bottom feeders in this, you know, probably still the third team in this 
this division, but at the same time, mm-hmm. yeah. ridiculous. And, and the Padres now, like yeah. looking at possibly being an away wild card team, like Great. that that's rough. That's a rough spot to but be hey, in. What do we think about Trevor Story not getting moved? Trash, trash. They said uh, they didn't move him because of all the backlash they received for Arenado last year. But, like, you, you're going to get shit on even more for not trading him. Trevor Story is going to lose more value because you're losing yeah. more on years of him. Yeah, I mean, one of the best Where shortstops in the league. Go? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, a contender. Um, shit. What teams were linked with him? The Yankees. The Yankees. Besides the Yankees. I, I mean, I would, have, I would have loved him on the Yankees. Like, like, could you even go to, like, the Athletics? Would that make sense? Uh, who did they have at shortstop? They, they had Simeon. He's gone. They had Simeon, but he went to the Blue Jays. I think they've got Tony Kemp at second, Matt Chapman at third. I forget who they've Matt got Olsen at short. Matt Olson at first. I forget who they've got at short, but yeah, that that he could fill a hole there. Um, but, uh, I mean, they did make a trade that was kind of puzzling. Uh, sending their pitcher, Jesus Lozardo, uh, for Johnny Marte. Uh, is Oriano yeah. out for the year? I don't believe so. Because he's a, he's a promising young center fielder, is he not? That yeah, he's a, he's one of the best center fielders defensively in the league, and he's pretty solid offensively as well. Uh, it doesn't say that he's injured. Yeah, no, yeah. he's he's got activated from the ten day a month ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I'd say Marte. I mean, Marte can probably play left, right. The thing is, oh, they got Andrews, Elvis Andrews. He's not a guy. He's not a oh. guy. Yeah, I, I would take story for that all day. Uh, yeah, and I mean, the A's a struggling franchise. Like possibly losing the team, um, you know, relocating pretty soon, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's terrible from the Rockies from the Rockies end. But uh, I say we wrap this up. We we name one of our favorite trades, and I'll start first. My favorite trade is the Blue Jays going out there and getting Jose Barrios from the Twins, getting a guy mm-hmm. like finally they have like a guy that can be a solid starting pitcher in that rotation because. Yeah. Obviously, you got Ryu, but Ryu's old. They got Robbie Ray. He's having a bad season. I think I love the piece there. You know, you lose Stroman in a deal uh, going over to the Mets this offseason. I think Barrios is perfect for the timeline for the team. Obviously, one of the best young teams in the league. Uh, yeah. Finally yeah. got George Springer getting it up there uh, over in Toronto. So, what yeah. about you? A there? dope, a really dope, like, return that the Twins got for him. I mean, Simeon Woods-Richardson – one of the top prospects for the Blue Jays, as well as Austin Martin, the first round pick, I believe, for them um, a year or two ago. I don't remember what year, but mm-hmm. a really good return for the Twins. Um, and Barrios, a guy that can really be a star when he's when he's on his game. I mean, the only the only real like setback with him is that his career numbers against all AL East teams are terrible. <laughs> but then again, you know. Twins pitching against, you know, especially the Yankees has always been bad. Um, and Rios ha- had a pretty solid debut the other day. I think he's going to be good. Um, you know, added to that rotation, move everybody one spot back. They've got uh, Alec Manoa, a guy that broke out this year for them. Uh, yeah. And they also got uh, Joaquin Soria, I believe, 
Um, honestly, one of the trades I really liked for the uh, for the MLB deadline was the Cubs. Um, you know, they did the opposite of the Rockies, which was like, if you're gonna sell, you're gonna sell absolutely everyone. Like a crazy, a great return, a great return, great return. Um, they got Pete Crow Armstrong for Javi Baez, a, a guy that's like a lock to be like. A, a legit star in this league. Not a lot of guys like that. Um, you know, great center fielder for them. They got a uh, Canario and Killian, you know, two decent prospects, not too, nothing too crazy. Um, and they got Alcantara, uh, Yankees number nine prospect for Anthony Rizzo. So, you know, if you're the, if you're the Cubs right now, you also got, Oh, you also get, they also got Nick Madrigal, one of the top uh, second oh, yeah. baseman prospects that really was on the good. White Sox. Yeah, if I'm the Cubs right now, you know, I'm looking towards the future and it's looking pretty bright. I mean, they've also got Nico Horner. They've got Patrick Wisdom at third now. Who was the guy Uh, that hit three home runs this last, yesterday, two days ago? Oh, 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 oh. I know what you're talking about. I saw it on MLB page. Uh, Rafa Ortega. Yeah, because all three Cubs homered in their debuts with their new teams. And this guy literally matches all of them by hitting three home runs, which is yeah, but yeah. Fun. I mean, great pieces for the Cubs. Like their rebuild is looking like it's not going to be, you know, ten years. It's going to be exactly. like three, four years until they're what, good. Again. They still have what Ian Happ still there for them. Ian Happ, yeah, still tall yeah. guy. Yeah. But uh, we will see. Obviously, the MLB is going to be ramping up very shortly we're going to start to see you know where these teams like who's going to be 91 teams who's going to fall out obviously one of the most heated things we're seeing is the race for AL MVP a uh, guy in Tilbury Tiny's just walking away from it I looked at the Angels game the other week and he had a dinger which is crazy love to see it he's got hurt so this might uh, be Otani's chance exactly but you know Vladdy's still got 33 dingers but We'll see. We'll see. You know, obviously, NBA free NG, there's still more guys, like we said. Hawaii Leonard's still out there. DeMar uh, DeRozan's still out there. There's also some guys that just might be flat out moved. Is Bradley Beal really going to be capital boys with Kyle Kuzma? <laughs> Fuck no. I hate you, Kyle Kuzma. Uh, he won't even start on that team because it's going to be Rui Hachimura and uh, Danny yeah. But, anyways, there's so much more to talk about. We'll be back later this week with some more content. Without further ado, this is Coast Coast Podcast, as usual, signing out. Peace.